You have arrived at your destination. The flame is the soul's breath. The black smoke is the soul's release. Ashes thou went and art. May thy soul return to the great flame of fire. Latom. Destination Podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I'm your host, resident cartoon junkie, Brandon Jones, anime junkie, Brandon Jones, and I am here with Stephen Barnes. A- anime junkie, I like that. Yes. I like that a right. lot. I, I think you're more the anime junkie than I am, but... I, I don't know, man. I feel like we're pretty on <laughs> par. We're, we're, we're pretty on par, I think. I think we, we watch like it, different stuff sometimes. I almost feel like we, you're we my coincide. anime partner. You're definitely one of my manga right. partners. Like, they're yes. <laughs> one of the few people I know <laughs> yeah, I can talk to about certain <laughs> manga. That's true. That's true. We, we, we do we do get impatient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Comes up. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But uh, if, if uh, I honestly, we're going to talk about Demon Slayer next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And honestly, if Demon Slayer wasn't ongoing, I probably would have caught up to where you are on Demon Slayer. But because I know it's finite, yeah. I'm just going to let the anime work itself out. So, like, that's the only reason. The manga is I know it's supposed ending. to be done in May. Yeah. Final yeah, chapter's coming just... up here in a couple weeks. Crazy. I can't believe they did not convince him to keep that going. Like, that's, I mean, that's shocking. I, I'm kind of <laughs> proud of him for, like, he told his yeah. story, wrapped oh. it up. He, did, he didn't throw yeah. in fluff just because. It's yeah, good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm I'm very proud of the idea that he was just like, this was the story I wanted to tell. I can't tell it any further than this, you know. Uh, but you know, like it's 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 nice when like something is successful and they're able to take it to like ridiculous, you know, yeah, to further levels. Uh like Naruto. Naruto was gonna be ten volumes. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> and then guess what? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like like twenty years one, later. One of the greatest second series, ever. like <laughs> Right. Uh, third series. Sorry, because Shippuden's the second and then uh, Boruto's third series. So crazy. Uh, but uh, we're not talking about Demon Slayer this week, Stephen. No, sir. Uh, as people do know from listening to the title or reading the title of this one, we are talking about Fire Force, um, which is uh, another shonen anime oh, that came yeah. out last year. Yeah. Uh, from uh mangaka or uh so from, from creator uh atsuchi okubo mm-hmm. uh who did soul eater uh most famously known for soul eater uh he didn't do a whole lot of other things um uh Biichi and soul eater not which was the girl dating manga that took place inside the soul eater uh, oh really school. i didn't read that one yeah <laughs> Very weird, very odd decision that one. But uh, you know, it's a thing you wanted to write. Yeah. So I Soul guess Leader was pretty good. Decided to do that. 
I like Soul Eater a lot. Uh, I I need to go back and read the manga. Yeah. Because the manga apparently is completely different. It's kind of like the uh, what do you call it? Full Metal Full Metal Alchemist uh, thing where it really diverged. The, yeah, the anime diverges completely from where the manga goes. Well, I know another one on my list then. I know, right? I didn't I know that. I would have read that a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I still haven't jumped on that one. But yeah, at, at a certain point in the anime where uh, it catches up to the manga and they just kind of end the anime in some like... That's why the ending kind of sucks to Soul Eater because they just had to end it. And it's like, oh, well, that's not what happens at all mm-hmm. in the... Um, in the actual manga. So I'm hoping eventually they'll do a brotherhood to soul eater and oh, that'd be cool. let it kind of, that would be kind of rad. Just reanimate it and send it out through there. But uh, fire force is the brand new property from him. He's been writing the manga since 2015. Uh, got a anim- an anime adaptation as of last year. Uh, one of the four major ones. This is Anime Month. I didn't say that. <laughs> it's like, anime. It's anime, baby. Yeah, it anime which month, means you're going to hear a lot of yeah. me. Yes. A lot of anime. Uh, Steven, I think it's- <laughs> on anime. <laughs> on anime this May. I'm so excited. Um, yeah. So Steven, I think, is going to be literally on all four of these episodes. Uh, unless something... Uh, comes up, but uh, I think that is our plan. Yeah, I'm definitely making notes uh, for all of them. So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but the plan is this week, this month, uh, we're gonna be. I'm gonna be covering because I'll typically do like for this uh, for for anime month. I'll grab some classics and do some newer stuff or something like that. But this year, I figured there were four. Sol- there were more than just four, but oh, yeah. four solid great anime from last year. Um, and these are the top four for me. And, uh, they all made my, um, uh, best of list. Like they were all runners up. Uh, and we're going to be talking about one of them, which is fire force good, uh, good. today. Yes. Yes. And fire force, uh, is, um, basically uh, we're just, we're jumping into it. There's no Ooh. like oh, precursor right. in diving in. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. No precursor in these episodes. We're going straight into. It. We got twenty six episodes to cover. No? Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> and like thirty characters. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like it's like thirty characters of just of like thirty characters that have lines, and then there's like forty more that like yeah. are in the back. Uh-huh. It's crazy. Um, but uh, Fire Force is shonen anime uh, that centers around this guy named Shinra Shinra Kusakabe, and uh, he is. Uh, he got fire coming out of his feet, mm-hmm. which is rad. <laughs> like, uh, but he joins the fire force, the eighth company, company eight, um, in his, uh, in the Japanese district. It's a really interesting world that they built. I was going to say, do you want to establish the, the world first? Yes. Let's go ahead and do that. Um, yeah. Well, so basically it's Maybe. like post, it's like way in the future, like, uh, mm-hmm. Japan, as we know it, is a past history. Um, right. Uh, the world there, the world is basically now afraid of internal combustion or um. Sp- mm-hmm. I'm sorry, spontaneous human combustion. That's one of the biggest right. fears because it can turn you into an infernal. Yeah. And with Big. that, I oh, go ahead. A oh, big craggly demon with flame coming off. <laughs> yeah, coming off. Yeah, pretty much and like yeah. you could randomly combust, turn into this, and then the yeah. fire force or the yeah. these like hardcore firefighters have to come in and take out your mm. core so you don't hurt the yeah. people around you. 
Um, but yeah, in this world, yeah. those the Infernals are considered uh, Gen 1 of a pyrokinetic mm-hmm. phenomenon that is now occurring you know throughout the world right and there's four levels of or four levels of uh pyrokinesis right and i and and just as just before we get in deep into everything yeah i I went into this going like okay a fire anime like how many you know what can you do with that (laughs) because we've seen fire characters in literally every anime yeah and right, yeah, this yeah. blew my mind with how many different ways <laughs> they know. apply the idea of fire and heat and what it does into different abilities. Yep, love it, love it, love it, love it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely cool. Yeah, it's just it, it it doesn't it doesn't stray from from originality or anything. It's pretty impressive like the different ways that people get to use their flame and how the second generation and the third generation work it's Mm -hmm. it's pretty rad so absolutely love it um and uh uh yeah so taking out these infernals the infernals can like sort of vary between their um um their latency and like how you know uh or their their intelligence kind of kind of varies at certain points some are kind of control it a little bit more and remain more calm and uh, others are just like these raging beasts and uh and on very rare occasions one can be like completely lucid and it's extremely rare that that mm-hmm. happens um but uh yeah so and that's that's the first bit they're like the hollows it's very bleach yeah like, okay almost. yeah yeah that does make, that compares yeah. really well yeah yeah because you cause have the, like your the hollows and then you have your like uh yeah the higher ups. Yeah, exactly. Cause the infernals don't even end up like spoilers, obviously spoilers for the whole series starting off. Uh, you know, the infernals are just, they're just basically, they're not, they're just a thing that happens. Yeah. They're, they're not even the villains of the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As it goes along. So, uh, but yeah, and, and th- this, this series doesn't really beat around the bush with that stuff either. Like they, he goes through, the mystery pretty quickly, which is interesting. And pretty so, immediately too. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's almost like as soon as something's brought up, it's like, oh, that's yeah, know, that's we, why we understand what happens. After. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, he's the one that did it. Okay, got it. <laughs> it's like, um, but uh, yeah. So that's the world that it's in, and we start off with Company Eight, uh, which is the um, whatever district that they're in or whatever, but uh, in Tokyo, mm-hmm. located in Tokyo. Um, and uh, the eighth, the eighth company is uh, where Shinra uh, gets gets brought on board, and he has super fire powered feet uh, that are freaking awesome. I love the sound design of his of his flame. Yeah, it it's so cool. Just that little sparky noise followed by a like a it's like a jet engine kind of like breaking the sound barrier it's oh rad. yeah yeah like, he I'm uses it for it. speed like it, it is yeah. he is really he yeah he gives yeah. me uh like it reminds me of um from samurai shampoo uh yes mugen, mugen. yes that yeah. kind of like cross uh mm-hmm. that like break dancing type fighting with using his legs yeah. to spin and attack so good yeah yeah, it's super rad, and it's just the the, the animation is really great too mm-hmm. with the just how the freaking flames dance around and everything, and he, while he's spinning around, and ah oh man, so good. 
Yeah, they call him the uh, devil's footprint. Yeah, devil's footprint. Yeah, because he leaves behind like the burnt footprints wherever he goes, mm-hmm. and super cool. Um, man, who? Ah, what was the studio that made this? Oh, David. Let me see if I can find. Man, that really, quick. David Production. Wow, that's a very. <laughs> it's called David Production. I don't know them very much. Well, I don't, I don't I know. Mean, them they're uh, pretty straightforward. They have. They have not done a whole, whole lot, actually. That's impressive. Like, man, they did JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. That's probably that. That's what they're known for okay. mainly. In fact, the majority of their stuff is JoJo is JoJo seasons. And then they did this, and they're doing season two of this, which is July of this year. By the oh, way, oh boy! So we're getting yeah, we're getting more. I think they dropped some images actually. Some ooh, some sweet. character images of uh, costumes for season two. Nice. Oh, they did Cells at Work. That's a great little anime, too. I like that one, too. Oh, they did? Uh, Cells at Work. Yeah, they did Cells at Work. That's cool. Yeah, so these guys are these guys are pretty great. Um, they have a great... It's a great art style. There's a... It, it, it's interesting because, like, it's very... It's not super different, but the way that they depict things is way different from the way uh, Okubo does his manga in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you really... If you really want, like, this, he kind of has a surrealist view about how he does stuff. And uh, if you watch Soul Eater, you kind of get a better vision of, like, what his art kind of looks like. Right. Um, but then when, like, the real devils and, like, infernals start showing up, like, the really bad ones, they kind of go into his style a little bit better. Because he really does, like, insanity really well. And just people going mad and kind of, like, losing their cool you know just like basically losing all sanity and just going just crazy. going all so, out yeah there's some really good shots of uh um who's the princess i forget her name from company company five uh he uh hibana, yeah, hibana. princess hibana yeah she's like the first real one that like you see like the real deeper like mental problems that some of the characters mm-hmm, have in a few mm-hmm. ways so yeah, she's like got that obsession, but it's a uh, creepy stuff. Yeah, she is kind of creepy <laughs> when they first introduced yeah, her. Right. Yeah, yeah, she uh, she gets over her um, uh, psychosis pretty, her pretty uh, pretty quickly. Right. Um, but yeah, she Sheena is a uh, self described hero. You know, he's uh, he, he's he's your basic he's your basic all around good guy. Mm-hmm. He. Um, uh, wants to save people because he lost his mother and his brother and his baby brother in an infernal fire. Uh, his mom turned infernal, I believe, right? Yeah, uh, but initially yeah. he does not know that. Right, he just thought it was a fire. Yeah, right? he, well, he knows that it was a fire, and he saw a creature in the fire, and right. that, and that, that his right. uh, yeah. brother disappeared, and his yeah. mom is dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They that he's assuming yeah. His brother's assumed dead. They're just like, hey, they couldn't even find his body. It was completely burnt up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, spoilers, he's not dead. Yeah, he, like Shinra <laughs> has this, you know, feeling that he's out there. He's like, I don't believe it. I know he's out there. I'm going to be a hero. I'm going to find you. Show is his brother's name, Show. Right, Show. Yeah. Show me the money. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Show, uh, he's, th- that's basically his whole thing. It's like he's going to save people and figure out like the, the the mystery behind spontaneous human combustion mm-hmm. you know, uh, to to help save the, save people in this world and yada yada. Um, I do like Shinra because he's not an idiot. Um, 
he's very Goku in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, he's always wanting to like fight somebody. He wants to, to be the to hero. Resolve. Yeah, and he wants to like fight dudes just to show how you know to basically get his way, which is pretty funny. Um, but uh, uh, he's not an idiot. Like he will, like he'll stop and like assess assess a situation. Yeah. A lot of the yeah. times, he's not he's not like Natsu. He's not or, like headstrong. Yeah, he he's yeah. headstrong as far as protecting, yes. but not headstrong as far yeah. as how he goes about it. Right? Yeah, he has his headstrong in this, but he's not stupid. Like Luffy's dumb, Natsu's dumb, Shinra's not dumb. Yeah. Like I wouldn't call Shinra dumb. Right? Uh, I I would call Arthur dumb. dumb. Oh, <laughs> Arthur. I think Arthur is that character. Like I think he just like put in like the main like the the village idiot mm-hmm. character. Like instead of making that the main character, he's made Arthur that. But. Uh, yeah, so Company 1 is comprised of Shinra, obviously, your company main eight. character. Company 8, sorry. Uh, company 8. And uh, probably my favorite character, which is the Captain, uh, which is Captain Obi. Oh, yeah? Obi's your favorite? Him. I freaking love him. I don't know if he is or not. He's but cool. If I'm going to I freaking love Obi. It, it might be Binimaru, but from Company 1, I, I kind of like Maki, too. I don't know. I have to really think about it, <laughs> like, but I like Obi because he's non-powered. Mm-hmm. He has no fire kinesis, so he's just like built up, like with equipment, like three kilos of equipment that he has to carry around. Thirty kilos of equipment that he has to carry yeah. around. And he's like always he's working out. Locked. You see him just trying to like yeah. build his mad strength, but you see it come into play yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorite scenes in the whole thing. It's kind of what like turned me or like, like made, made it like, I, I liked him through the thing, but then like when they fought the seventh, that was when I was like, all right, like, yeah, Captain Obi's my, mm-hmm. he's, he's my jams. <laughs> like, cause he just stands up for his whole crew and just is fighting a whole other fire force that with no powers and he's just taking them all on. It's awesome. So freaking love that stuff. Uh, Hinawa, uh, Takahisa Hinawa, who's the very serious one. Yeah, he's the lieutenant. And, yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty great. The lieutenant. He um he has my favorite power probably. Oh, uh, he probably. he has your. I have to really think about. Yeah, it. he has a really cool <laughs> power. And so, you know, yeah. we were talking about generations of abilities too. So with Infernal being number one, he's a, and well, of course, and uh, with uh, Obi being no powers. Um, mm-hmm. Hinawa is a second gen, which can only manipulate yes. flames. Yes, mm-hmm. and the way he uses his is he he has a bunch of guns, and he can manipulate the strength of the ignition flame uh, to make it pretty much like an airsoft gun, or yeah. you know, a blank. And he can fire like and, regular uh, yeah. regular bullets, and it can hit you like an airsoft, yeah. or yeah. Uh, or a handgun can be like a sniper rifle. Yeah, or he can ship power it up and uh, and make it m- more explosive and and shoot through walls, uh, and then he demonstrates one of the coolest powers uh, where he can ricochet it off of the spark that happens uh, when when it makes contact with a wall. So he can basically just ricochet around a bunch of shots within the side of a room, which is super great. Yes, uh, I freaking I freaking love that power. It's so cool. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and then Maki, uh, who I also very much enjoy. All right, Maki's in my uh, top three for sure. Yeah, she's pretty she great. Is Maki's awesome. 
Ah, so rad. Big buff girl uh, it, with freaking, she can create these little uh, little flames that she gives personality to. Mm-hmm. Like Popo uh, and Momo or something like that. I don't have her name. Yeah, Sputter. Sputter, I think, is one of their names. And Popo is the big one, the big one she can make. Oh, that's right. Ah, love it. Yeah, Sputter is, I think it's Sputter and something else, but yeah, Sputter is one of the the, the little ones I remember that. Yeah, she's a second um, gen, but she can basically control mm-hmm. and extinguish flames and then create these yeah, fire spirits. Yeah, yeah. and uh, man, she's cool. Uh, Sister Iris is the, the nun of the group, which brings up the really, uh, one of the cooler parts about the world build that they did. Um because because of all of the like spontaneous human combustion, it's a very theocratic kind of structure that things are around. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know the fl- the great flame is sort of worshipped and everything like that. So you have these the sisterhood and these nuns that uh, basically go along with the fire force and will pray for the infernals because the infernals are just people that you know are bas- basically burst into flame. Yeah, and like pl- praying for their demons. souls. Yeah, yeah, they pray for them as they as they send off, and you know, even the the emperor of Japan is like the pope, like he looks like the pope. Mm-hmm. So uh, they created this very theocratic type of structure that's that's around these fire force people. And at the beginning, that I forgot, so I rewatched it. Um, Japan is like one of the most structured like places in the world. Yes, like the. Like the rest of the world is just kind of chaotic and like, you know, and just delved into into this chaotic structure because of all the, uh, you know, uh, infernals going off. But Japan centralized theirs around these like um, this uh, religious kind of kind of group and the Amaterasu, which is a very familiar phrase from Naruto mm-hmm. uh, of an everlasting flame that gives them um Gives Ulti, like unlimited energy. power. Yeah. Yeah. Gives them unlimited energy throughout it so they can power all the things. So, you know, whenever whenever Infernal goes off and destroys something, it doesn't take down the power grid or anything like that, like it would with other uh places. So and based around that, they made these fire force power, you know, pyrokinetic super powered superheroes into a fire force to fight the infernals, and that's how Japan is like this only structured sort of thing. Um and uh, Iris is, of course, the the sister from Company Eight, uh, who goes out and prays for the prays for him. No combat ability whatsoever. No, not at uh, all. Which is no fire yeah, ability, so. no combat. Just uh, well, uh, you know it, what? On a scale of one to ten, I'll give her like a three. She she gets a oh, little yeah, bit of combat yeah, in there. She, you know what I'm saying? Actually, yeah. She she'll 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 jump in for sure, but she has like zero oh, like, yeah, ability. Yeah. She's no real ball, good at so. it. <laughs> it it's uh, one of my favorite scenes is when she's like chopping at Maki because Maki won't like shut up or something. And like, she just has like no effect on like Maki's, you know, right. super buff body. It's a little, it's hilarious. So it's a, uh, it's adorable. Uh, Arthur Boyle, who is an, another third generation, uh, uh, yeah. fire, uh, fire He's kind of cool, uh, but he's he, also kind of annoying. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of an idiot. Um, I, I, I do like. I, I liked the part where they, um, uh, they did the whole like left hand right hand trope with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's because he forgot that he was right handed. It was or that he was left handed. Mm-hmm. It was or his he was right handed. He's like, sorry. oh yeah, that's so weird. 
Yeah, he's like fighting with his left. He's like, why am I so off today? And they're like, oh, you think you're so tough that you're just off? No, you just can't beat me. And he's just like, oh, it's in my left hand. And he like switches like, all right, now I got it. And just takes the dude out. It's so fun. I, I like that a lot. So, but yeah, Arthur is just a moron. That's pretty well, much So he, his ability is to like create can create and control plasma and he uses it like a yeah. sword that he calls Excalibur. Yeah. His name's Arthur mm. and he's in this basic fantasy that he's a knight. Basically the deeper into his own psychosis that he's a knight, the stronger he gets. Mm-hmm. And the more that you he fall he comes out of that into reality, the weaker he gets. Right. And yeah. So it's an interesting twist to the character, but right. That, uh, I don't know. Overall, the way they play it sometimes is really, really dumb. Yeah, it's he's, um, he's he's probably the least of all of them. Let's let's be, you know, honest mm-hmm. here. He's he's pretty much like he's fine, like, there's nothing wrong with Arthur, but there's not a whole lot to him apart from just he has a rad sword. Well, he kind of serves it. as Shinra's rival, like, friendly rival, you know, the the Vegeta mm-hmm. to Shinra's Goku and all that, yes. But it doesn't play as well. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, you know, it, it's they have the whole like, you know, he's a demon versus, you know, he he doesn't like Shinra because Shinra is typically referred to as a demon um, because he has freaking mm-hmm. crazy demon fire. Uh, and an oh, and grin. also we didn't mention this about Shinra. He's got a little tick thing where he gets nervous. Yeah. He smiles really mm-hmm. big. So even yeah. when when he's scared, he go he's going into battle. And he's kind of nervous. He's got this yeah. big grin on his face with like sharp, pointy teeth. Yeah, and uh, and everyone thinks he's creepy because he's grinning, yeah. but he's really nervous and scared. He's just that's right. just how he his body yeah. shows it. I thought that was cool that um, they, they show that off. They, they, they do that little trick with that pretty quickly because he's always uh, he mentions like, well, my whole life, it's kind of like it's given me problems because like, you know, if, when I'm grinning, people think I'm like being sadistic when actually I'm just tense and nervous or, you know, or whatever. Right. So it flashes back to like when his mom and brother got burnt up and like these people are like, Oh, the, I, I heard the, the kid did it. And you know, he's, he's got that evil grin on his face and, you know, and it's just cause he's nervous and he can't stop himself. So like, mm-hmm. you know, he, he gets this reputation, but then it becomes beneficial. I think in episode three, when he's fighting Joker and, Joker's just like, you know, he's like, well, you know, you weren't really anything special. I guess I'll just kill you. And he's smiling. And Joker's kind of like, oh, you can smile at a time like this. Nice job. You know, he like mm-hmm. gets a little bit of respect, like from the villain. It's like, uh, just because throws he's, him off a little bit. Yeah, throws him off. And I thought that was I thought that was pretty cool that there was like in this line of work, it's now actually working for him. And he's like got this smile of a of a hero in a, in a few ways. So thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. turned it on its head now that he's in this different life that he can help people with now um let's see we could go through the other members but they don't join till later so yeah we could hit uh, like story arcs and just kind of yeah. jump in with people i guess yeah because these are the ones we sort of start off with and we um you have this the smaller stuff that sort of sets up the world and what they're doing and they'll take out right. an infernal here they learn a few things here um Oh, I liked Obi's speech about like, you know, it's like, don't, don't show your weapon weapons off to, um, you know, to the c- civilians. Yeah, yeah. Like when you're walking in, keep your weapons under your, yeah. Uh, like don't ignite your flames and stuff. Cause these are yeah. people's loved ones. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you may be fighting for your life and for their lives, but 
it's still yeah. their loved ones mm. yeah so. nobody wants to think about like yeah. them going into like straight up mur you know to, to to kill you know the the living body of their of their husband or whatever so and that that's actually one of the because they, they have the first one where it's like this you know woman who's turned infernal and it's like this fighting weird thing that they're fighting and everything and then the next episode the second episode is just this guy who's sitting at a table just kind of trying to keep it under control yeah he's just burning up and it's like this really sad thing because uh the woman they meet outside like her mother turned it turned and now you know the father turned and she's just kind of like losing her mind um and uh it's very sad and that's Uh, where we meet joker that's right joker joker pops in uh with his ashes and his smoke um joker is so joker is interesting because he's sort of played at the beginning to be like oh here's like the main villain and Mm -hmm. not really i mean he's one of he's a i don't really even know what he is at this point in the anime (laughs) they could expand yeah because you don't you don't read this one do you Right, yeah. So I'm sure, like, there, oh, there's so more. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm sure there's like more to him. But it, like, from my experience, it's just like he just shows up a few times, and like that's yeah, it. Yeah, well, like, you know, it's like basically he kind of they play him as the first guest for a villain because. Yeah. With this house burning, he's walking away kind of like, okay, Company 8, like, I right. see you, and uh, I see you're about to be my enemy, so. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's, he comes off as like a, you know, as, as a sort of um, chaos type of, well, like the Joker, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, he's, uh, he's definitely playing at something, but he's got this powder that, like, turn that can spark off and like ignite into like giant flames and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And he controls the smoke from his cigarettes, which is cool. Um, but uh, yeah, he's got an interest in Shinra uh, as pretty much everybody does, not just because he's the main character, but you know, he's, <laughs> uh, but uh, we, uh, we don't get to learn a whole lot about him through this, but he seems to know a lot about Shinra's past. Right. It's through him that we learn. Or he basically exposits most of what Shinra learns, like in like a few episodes. Uh, it's basically exposited by him because he's kind of like, "Hey, uh, your brother's still alive. Just want to let you know that." He's like, "What?" <laughs> and it's like he like straight up tells him when he invades mm-hmm. the little group or whatever, the little um, uh, the training. training. Yeah. Well, so, so that's the well. So the first arc was what we just covered. Like, there's actually yeah. like six or seven arcs for twenty something yeah. episodes. It's They're just small, really small. Mm-hmm. So that was the introduction arc, and then the rookie fire soldier arc. That's where we yeah. int- he introduces Joker again. Yeah, basically. Right. But they introduce a bunch of characters too in this part. They do. They, do. they introduce Company One. Uh, a few of them. Uh, Company One and Leonard Burns, the captain. Yes, he's, he's dope. <laughs> Burns is pretty rad. Um, he was there at Shinra's. Um, uh, he was the one that rescued Shinra, right? Yeah, from the from from the flames, uh, the flames. Yeah, so he was there. So he kind of like is like, hey, like, do you know? Like, he tries to like ask him a few times, and he's kind of brushing him off. And that's when you kind of get the first sense that there's some sort of conspiracy going on behind what happened yeah. that night. Yeah, Shinra's trying to ask him about it, and Burns is like, you know how many people I've rescued? Like, why would I remember you? And then he right. bounces off. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> but he kind of knows that he's like, yeah, I know you know. So it's like, mm-hmm. um, he, we also get Tamaki, uh, from company one as well. Uh, yeah, I don't like her very that. much either. T- T- Tamaki's like, I, I, it's, it's very sad because like, I really like the voice actress that plays her in the English version. Yeah. Um, uh, she's one of my favorite, uh, uh, dub actresses. And this character is just like nothing. <laughs> There's like nothing to it. She's she's the comical boob joke. Like that's literally yeah. all she is. <laughs> like yeah, I, she, that's the thing I don't like about her. Honestly, yeah. later on in the story, she does get some depth to her and it becomes yeah. a little bit cooler. Uh, right. But throughout this entire first season, she has the lucky lecher lure, yes. which just means that she like I mean just. It'll be the middle of an action scene and she'll trip, lose <laughs> all her clothes, and then yes. just ruins the flow of whatever's going on. Yes. Uh, that, <sighs> that is the joke. <laughs> like there's a few times where I laughed at it. It's not typically in the in the midst of action. It's typically when they're doing the uh, the down to earth stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's a few there's a few times where I laughed, but it's like that's literally all they give her. Like that's it. I, I, I'd and say she, maybe twice I laughed at the absurdity of it because yes. of how like extreme they go so yes. quick. It's like yeah. she falls and yeah. there and another male character's hands will fall under her clothes onto yeah. her body parts. And then yeah. you're like, yeah, okay, we're doing that now. Right. Yeah, it's like, um, yeah. I think one of the times I laughed was when like it was just like once, like a moment they were there, and this, and the next moment, like she was on top of Shinra, like completely, like it is like in a completely yeah. compromising position, and Shinra literally goes, "How did we even get here? Like, just like mm-hmm. how did this even? Happen? We were literally both standing up, and it just that that kind of got me. Um, but it sucks because like I really like her firepower. Uh, yeah, I was about to say she has a decent firepower, but then she also yeah. has this lecher nonsense. Yeah, yeah, the Nekomata, which is the cat flame. Uh, yeah, like, it's little cat ear flames and like these two tails that kind of come out, which is pretty cool. Uh, I'm kind of uh, hoping that eventually she gets nine tails. Oh, I know, right? Yeah, because it's definitely like that. It's it's definitely that kind yeah. of. And like, I, that, like that's not even like a manga spoiler thing. Nothing like that. Like that's just right. me kind of hoping that 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 it, that expands into something else there I, right know, i really couldn't tell you as far as manga story but yeah yeah i mean it's called the cat flame and it feels like it it should it should definitely like expand in that in that regard or right at least at least get like freaking like flame claws or something i don't know but uh she ends up joining company eight later on down the line when uh you know a, another plot point occurs mm-hmm. um but um yeah, so there's not a whole lot to her. Um, there are some background characters they also introduced that I don't think ever show back up again, actually, now that I think about uh, it. Well, no, there's a few. So um, there is, I'm sorry, uh, Takiro Noto. He is the mm. really big guy they call the Juggernaut. Oh, yeah. I Takiro like Noto. He can't yeah, really control right. his flame power, so it, yeah. it it forms in giant missiles out of his, All right, so he's really <laughs> tall. He's yes. kind of why I like him. And mm-hmm. he's got like really long arms. And at the end of each of his fingers, his flames form into gigantic missiles. Yeah. And he can't yeah, exactly. really control it. So they just kind of fire off randomly in different yeah. ways. And he's a little <laughs> afraid of his own power. 
He's yes. kind of like yeah. afraid of fire. Yeah. Well, he has that. That that's the interesting part about it. he joined the fire force because he wanted to control his like because he was terrified of his flame and he wanted to put it out. And rather than you know doing that, they were kind of like, no, you need to be able to control it. So you know, and they, they're they're teaching him to control it better and stuff. So yeah, I thought that was. But he's nervous all the time. He's mm-hmm. always I like, like that oh. character. He's cool. Yeah. He plays he plays some good stuff later on too. But yeah, um, I think that's the other awesome. one that's that was more uh, focused mm-hmm. on in this art. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah. M- most of the stuff we get from this is basically Shinra versus Joker, and yeah. Joker expositing pretty much like the major plot points of everything, which is pretty funny. So, mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah, uh, basically he invades the little, the little training arc, and then Shinra rescues everybody from the ash explosions that he's making and they get out and then it's on to the company five arc, I believe. Yes. This becomes the, the, uh, with the sentient infernal. Yes. It's Mm -hmm. like one of the first ones they've seen that cause a a guy, a guy turns a murderer turns. Yeah. Yeah. But he stays murderer. That's true. Yeah, that's right. He was basically creating his own fire so he could be turn around and save them and be praised as a hero, but people still died. Yeah, yeah, and, and then he, and, oh, and then he, he started. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, he started like just straight up murdering people too. Like he just went nuts and was just like, well, I've saved so many lives, so mm-hmm. I can, I, can I deserve more. to take some. Yeah, is right, a yeah, really it's... messed up view. <laughs> yeah, but it, this has one of my favorite visuals in this first in the first season because when Shinra rolls in and starts mm-hmm. fighting him, he throws a car at Shinra and Shinra kind of kicks it. And yes. slams it down straight onto the hood, <laughs> yeah. like 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 vertical, and then he yeah. lands on top of it in the shadow against yeah. this this sentient infernal. It's dope. Like yes. even in the manga, <laughs> I was like, that is a really cool image. I love the way they do his kicks. Um, like it's very shoot style. Uh, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it? shoot style from Midoriya? Yeah, like yeah. just. Oh, it's so cool. He just has like the he has like these perfect like the way they they draw his like positions of his kicks are like really over the top and and like the way he axe kicks downward with the flame coming off of it and ah so cool so rad absolutely mm-hmm. love it. Um, but uh, he it, uh, yeah it's it's really cool when he really revs up into a fight like it's like you said that's the first time we re- well we get these these parts where he kicks through a infernal's chest or whatever but right that fight with yeah and you kind of get the idea that like oh shinra's like shinra's tough like he's not just some chump right you know um because he's taking on this one infernal who's like this beast of a dude like yeah. by himself and the infernal like can't touch him like he's just like now <laughs> thank you um but he ends up getting captured by the fifth the company five because yeah, the, they want to do research on him and that's where habana comes yeah. in Yes, Princess. I think Ibana. she's got a cool power right off the bat, and you can kind of yes. get an idea of it immediately because Shinra, like, he's like, "No, you can't take this," and then he just kind of like, "Huh?" What well, gets foggy, right. and then he just kind of like thud, thud, passes yeah. out on the ground. Yeah, yeah, she can. She and they don't even explain it at that point, but like he no. just like, yeah, he basically faints. But turns out, what she can do is she can overheat your body. And basically give you a heat stroke. It's heat syncope. Mm-hmm. So he just she just gives you a heat stroke, which is, you know, it's like, oh man. So, you know, it's like so you can't even like physically like take her on or anything. Um, but um and there's a few little like 
other guys. There's the the three angels of the fifth is pretty funny. Yeah, uh, even though there's like pretty, seven of them. <laughs> yeah, the fifth the fifth angels three, and there's like yeah seven. They all dress exactly the same. They're pretty fun. Um, man, uh, who else is on that one? Uh, we've got. Well, Let's I guess see. The, yeah. Technically, the the sentient the 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 Miyamoto the sentient. Uh, uh infernal becomes one becomes a member because <laughs> they oh yeah well so th- because there's that scientist on on their uh team yeah who kind of like messes with the infernal somehow and yeah gets i believe his the... i think his name is just conehead that's interesting <laughs> yeah that's the, the doctor so um, i had another the one is the guy oh yeah the bubbles. bubble guy that's it toru yeah. kashiri yeah, 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 yeah. He's got the the bubbles that that's when he, he blows blows uh, uh, bubbles with like bubble gum, but inside's yeah, flammable yeah. gas. So when it gets yeah. some, it pops and blows up. Yeah, yeah. He know what takes him down pretty easily in that fight. So yeah, like, but it, that 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 is the funny part. It's kind of like they they sort of like introduce the five, and then they're like, we're gonna take this uh, infernal into custody. And Company Eight's kind of like, hey, it's our jurisdiction. And they're like, oh, you want to do some about it? And they kind of like have this standoff. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Obi's like, all right, yeah, go ahead and take him. And they allude to the whole like conspiracy that like, hey, this whole there's something to this whole internal combustion thing, and there's probably companies within the fire force that know that what's involved. going on. Yeah. yeah. That, that know then. And, uh, Hibana is one of the ones that Obi doesn't trust like at all at this point. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I don't really trust her. Uh, she's too crazy. And, um, we, so like you think like, Oh, they're setting up for this like confrontation between the fifth and the eighth. That'd be pretty great. And they just immediately go into it. Like, mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not even like an episode later. It's like Iris who knows Hibana from their sister, their, um, um, uh, whatever they call those. Like their uh, the parish. Com- yeah. Their parish that b- back in their, their, their commune days, they, they were taught together. They grew up and, together. Right. And then yeah. Iris went kind of toward the temple and, and Hibana yeah. went toward the fire force. Yeah, yeah, because uh, they're all of their sisters uh, ended up uh, bur- going infernal like one yeah. day, which is crazy. And it's like every single one of them, uh, and that sort of drove Iris mad uh, because she devoted herself to this god, uh, but she wasn't even like that devoted. Like mm-hmm. she was like kind of the lazy one, and she was more interested in science, and she would like play with like phosphorus and like fire chemicals and stuff, and show them off to people. Uh, and she was very not that studious. She, she wasn't that devoted, and she wasn't very studious. And yet, she ends up surviving, where all the more devoted sisters all died. Right. So that put this neurosis in her like head. This guilt. Yeah. 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 This survivor's guilt and this neurosis of like, you know, if if the god is just, why did they all die? But I didn't. When I'm not, you know, when yeah, I'm not she feels even... like she has to be more devout just to carry on right. in the memory of her her sisterhood there. Yeah, yeah, and then she, like her her devoutness is more like if you're not, you know, if you're not for yourself, then then you don't you have to pull yourself up for your own power. You can't just pray to a god and you know all that stuff. And mm-hmm. um, she also has a very very it's it's actually very close to scripture in a few ways. Um, uh, she has the uh, the the false the false uh, bravado of 
God must be on my side because I'm doing well kind of thing. She even says that at one point. It's like, she's prospering in the eighth, so clearly this world is more favoring to me and not your God. It's what she mm-hmm. says to Iris at one point. It's like, oh, that's that's a that's a straight lesson out of scripture, a falsehood of, of where that goes. So, interesting thing there. Um, but uh, Iris, like, immediately goes to, like, confront her, and then, like, as soon as, like, she's shown to be insane, and Iris didn't really realize how crazy she was, Oh, she's crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the eighth just shows up like immediately. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's not even like an episode. It's, just like, it's like the eighth just like, yeah, we're here. We're taking yeah. you on. It's like, ha- like, ha- Habana sits on a throne of her own men. And then <laughs> they lay down in front of her and she walks on them and they make <laughs> the noise of gravel. Yes. And, and then she'll be, and if they talk, she'll be like, gravel doesn't talk. Yes, gravel shouldn't talk. That's crazy. That's so weird. (laughs) She's. I mean, they move past it fairly quickly, but that's so weird. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Any anybody that's under her, she sees as gravel, and she literally buries her heel under their back, um, which only dissipate. The only person who's like lower rank than her that she doesn't treat that way is Shinra after this arc, which I love. Yes, yeah, (laughs) I do too. I do like where this goes. Yeah, she basically falls in love with Shinra, which is awesome. Yeah, uh, they, they fight. I mean, so Shinra and yeah. Company 8 rolls up, and we see them. Uh, we yeah. see, like, the ricochet ability really get used. Yeah. Um, and, of course, Maki does her business. Just yeah. Control. Obi basically, kicks. like, other people will attack them, but she'll just, like, kind of divert the, the flames away. She's really cool. Yeah. And yeah. She's a lot of defense, but... Um, yes. We later she gets on. some offense later yes! on. Yes, I love so her. Good. Yeah, 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 we'll get. Yeah, that. it's so good when we get to Vulcan. Ah, oh, I love mm-hmm. it. <laughs> like so cool. Um, but because I, I was waiting for that, because like I, she like because I liked how she was just like kind of you know like forcing stuff away. She also had that great scene where she punched uh, the bubblegum guy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. During the confrontation, because she was like, because like you know he was like con- he she was like antagonizing Shinra and, and uh, Arthur, and they were like, what was that? And they're like, and she's like. No, stop and like trying to like pull him away, but she sneaks a punch in and like mm-hmm. takes him out, which I liked. Well, uh, she always so. she always thinks everyone's calling her a one eyed cyclops. Yes, a one eyed cyclops. Or, or ogre gorilla, or gorilla cyclops. Yeah, gorilla cyclops, ogre monster. And it's yeah, like, and, no, and like no that. one says it, and she's like, "What'd you say? You call me yeah. a, a cyclops monster?" And then just started hitting yeah. people. Yeah, it's that Edward, it's that Edward Elric thing where it's like, "You call me a shrimp that nothing's smaller than a molecule." It's like I didn't say that at all <laughs> like yeah so it's a good time um they beat company five it's a pretty standard uh fight scene well it's not standard but it's a standard fight scene with shinra and uh hibana actually it's pretty standard honestly but she does have the sakura which is cool uh, yeah the sakura tree that like starts sending flame little flaming petals yeah, down her, her real ability is like flame flowers and she yeah. can use the the petals, you know, to of course burn mm-hmm. whatever and then increase the heat in your area to make you pass out, blah blah blah. Yes, exactly. But they, yeah, they 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 take yeah. her out and then and she's like, I was really kind of you know, I was just on the wrong side of things, you guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> she she vegetas the whole thing. <laughs> like she pretty totally much dragon balls it. Yeah, totally she's like, Well, look, up. let's work together because I'm <laughs> like I, I'm not as bad as you think I am. Right. Sorry, yeah. Iris. <laughs> she well, she she kind of like she gets the you know Shinra punch like gets the beats yeah, her beats and her. it sort of it sort of pulls her out of her neurosis because she just kind of had this not like, used you to know, being she, treated like that. 
Yeah, she she had this sort of psychosis that was just like nothing. I've never been punished. So like, you know, like clearly I'm the one that does the punishing, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then finally, when Shinra is just like, hey, like a person who's going to do the right thing and not fall to, you know, not fall against his convictions, which is what she was doing. She was like, you can't be a good person and figure all this stuff out. Uh, and then Shinra shows up and is like, is completely convicted with what he wants to do. And, um, you know, it's uh, pretty cool. Uh, so she kind of, she kind of, he kind of inspires her. And that's when she just sort of starts treating him like, you know, like pretty much as an equal. <laughs> yeah. She treats no one else as an equal. Well, it's she gets funny. like a crush on him after that. Yeah, yeah. He's always like, hi Shinra. Or like, yeah. y'all be nice to like, him and stuff like that. Yeah. She like makes him meals and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, but nobody else. Like, yeah, it's like I just made the meal for myself, but I realized that I had these left over, so I had to give it to somebody. So, <laughs> like, so whatever. <laughs> it's yeah, pretty, I love uh, that. It's a good time. Very sundere type of uh, type of love scene. Um, but uh, yeah, so that, that's where, oh another cool touch was uh, when she made the sakura tree uh, when she's talking to the other sisters in the flashback one of the sister's names is Sister Sakura. So I think she oh. actually makes... So I thought yeah, that was kind of cool. sad. I was like, oh, she probably names them all after all of them. Yeah, like, oh, that's sad. Because they're all, they're, all, they're all flowers, I think. Yeah. I think when they, all the ones... Because Iris is a flower, Hibana is a flower, Sakura is a flower. I think they're all flowers. So I think she basically just named them all after her, her dead sisters, which is sad. Oh, terrible. Yeah. Um, so then, on to the next arc, which is what is the next arc? Being the next arc blanket. is the so basically after they meet Habana, they agree to yeah. work together, and yes. she brings up Company One that there is yes. uh, pro- probably a mole or some troublemaker in Company One. Yes, and yeah. a- after some research with the uh, the um, the Infernals, they re- they realized there was a different DNA set that was an insect. So, uh, within some of the infernals, like not all infernals, well, they, but, they realize that more be, that some are being made somehow. Yes, yeah, because they, they don't know the insect just yet. Yeah, well, they don't know about it specifically, but she says that through her research, like there something, was something is triggering it. Yeah, something's triggering yeah. it and bores in, and we've found traces of insect DNA. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so they they mention it there, but we don't see it specifically until this one obviously mm-hmm. uh, and uh yeah so they go and do this little infiltration thing arthur and uh shinra get uh transferred transferred over there's like this whole um uh under the guise of like this oh this company like uh cross training thing you know mm-hmm. so uh, so we get juggernaut on there too juggernaut's on there from company two um shinra and uh and uh, Arthur go up there, and I, uh, somebody from Company Five jumps. Yeah, the bubble guy from Company Five jumps, uh, mm-hmm. joins in as well. He ends up doing nothing again. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we get to learn about the the three main dudes under Captain Burns. Yeah, three uh, lieutenants. Yeah, yeah, Flam Kiram, um, Fion Lee, and uh, Rekahoshimaya. Yeah, Rekahoshi Maya, yeah, who's uh, crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get to him. Yeah, right. So, what is Fane Lee's power? 
Uh, Fun Lee's power. I don't think. Oh, uh, I don't think he ever shows it. Actually, I know. In the anime. Okay, all right. I just want to know yeah. if that was not just me because I couldn't just yeah figure that one out. Yeah, Foyan Lee does not show off his power at all, which is interesting. Uh, Kiram has a cool power though. I really yeah, like Kiram's, but uh, it doesn't fully make sense to me. But maybe it's just it, me. It doesn't at all. <laughs> it doesn't. Okay, at all. okay, okay. I don't know if maybe <laughs> I was missing something, or it's just like, hey, no. anime. Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, so they preface it at first of the gear being what it does, right? Yes, right. Uh, so, so he has this like symphonic little trombone thing and like a a bell and earphones. And I love yeah. me some sound sound powers. All right, um, but what that gear does is that it takes the flame and turns it into ice well so what it does because yeah, I, I read right. on it so it collects yeah. the heat basically the end of what you would right. imagine a trombone sucks in right. the flames converts yes. it to sound the right. sound when it that happens it cools it and then the sound yeah. the machine turns the sound into ice and that into rapid ice. cooling is what makes it the ice that yes. is anime logic that right. is why <laughs> that is why everyone's hair turns gold when they go super saiyan. Right. Okay. Exactly. That's anime logic. It's it's just anime. Just just gotta go with it. <laughs> gotta run with it. It's fine. Right. Um, but he's definitely like the standout character, uh, which I didn't really think was gonna happen. But yeah, uh, he's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, like I, I get like the whole idea of sound extinguishing, like that made sense to me. Yes. Like, you know, like, cause it would be like a burst of sound and it would like extinguish the thing. I'm like, Oh, that's pretty cool. But then he literally was like making frost and freezing stuff. And, mm -hmm. and then he would do it without the, he would do it with, even without the, uh, the equipment. Like when he had the picture of the three of them and he like set it down, it like frosted over a little bit. I'm like, wait, ah, interesting. Like, are you? So maybe like, it helps to like gu uh, guide the ability or or increase it, perhaps. Maybe, but they specifically say it, it's the it's the instrument that changes things in the ice. So they hmm. specifically say that. So I don't know if they were just like ah, put a little flare into that scene or whatever, but very bizarre. Yeah. Um, we do get to learn. Uh, very quickly after learning that there is a traitor in in uh, in Company One, that the traitor is Rekka, the like the number one super, eight you know super yeah the third lieutenant yeah like Who super also apprentice is, guy yeah he is the superior of Tamaki the cat yes the cat girl yes um yeah uh, so you do so you have a little bit of uh, you know Tamaki getting like involved in this one um, but. Uh, he basically manipulates her into uh, finding kids, basically, um, which is disturbing. Right. Um, so during during a little uh, company company one uh, thing, uh, Arthur and uh, Shinra are told to like, "Hey, wait here. You know, you don't know our you don't know our, our style or everything. So you can yeah, just get like in the there's way. basically an inferno that's been like there's they're yeah. going on call to an inferno." And they're like, right. "Hey, go, go, stand. You know, yeah, make sure to stand crowd, over here. Make sure the crowd stays back. You know, right. we'll handle and then this." She, yeah, Shinra ends up seeing a guy kind of stumble out of, a, of an alleyway and goes to check on him, and he sees somebody from the, you know, from the. He sees the, a hand. Yeah, reach out of the alley up. with like a little tube and a bug. Yeah, a little tube and a bug, and it sticks it in him, and then the guy goes infernal uh, completely. So. Shinra's like immediately like we got to chase after that guy so leaves the infernal <laughs> to somebody else <laughs> his feet I just imagine yeah. the sound of his feet right then it was like he was like right. 
Oh, yeah, right around the, the alleyway. It's so dope. Yeah, it's so cool. I love the sound of his feet. Yeah. Um, gets there and finds uh, finds the two of them. Finds Rekka and um, uh, what is his name? Uh, the ice dude. Oh, uh, Flam. Karim Flam. Yeah, Flam. Yeah, Karim, yeah. He finds Karim and he finds uh, uh, Kareem and, and, and uh, Rekka. Rekka. And he's like, uh, oh, Flame of Rekka. I just got that. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Did you, <laughs> I was waiting to uh, talk about it in a little bit, but I was like, I was kind of yeah. bummed that they used yeah. his name for this character, but that's okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. So interestingly enough, they, you know, it's like, so he finally has like, oh, hey, then one of these guys must be behind it. So he goes after him and uh, it, they go and investigate and they find the little, like, uh, uh, the little bug in in uh kareem's uh room and then it's like oh it must be kareem and then immediately kareem's like no nah, i just found that and i was investigating mm-hmm. and it was actually Rekka. <laughs> like but they do do a good job of like making you think Tam- tamaki is involved yeah uh, cause, cause because she's the one like, she's the one basically she's walking around and telling people like hey you know say it's yeah. safe with me come with me and because right. uh, the lieutenant told her to go gather some people. And she was like, yeah, right. of course. Yeah. Whatever you say, you're the boss. Right. Because he basically convinced her that he found this prayer that can defend people from mm-hmm. uh, turning infernal. So um, basically, that's a lie. And a uh, traitor. Yeah. Rekka's whole thing is that he works for the evangelist, uh, which is the first uh, term we get for the main villain. Um, and the evangelist wants to find someone who can hold the pilot light. He basically exposits all this, like within that. Within the, within is, the oh, is that what they call it in, in English? Oh yeah, what do they call it in that? Oh, is, no, is it, uh, no, is that is is pilot light what they call it in English? Uh, that's what they. That's what uh, the evangelist wants to you wants to call it, um, or that's what the evangelist is looking who's who can hold it. Because so they don't call the, it. The Adola burst. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The Adola burst is what what Shinra has, but the someone with an Adola burst can hold the pilot light. That's the that's the Ah, idea. Okay, so that is what the Adola burst is the or is kind of the difference between what becomes an infernal and what yes person gets an ability. Yeah, what person becomes that? Yes, and what what's inside that is the pilot light is what they call that. Interesting. Okay. 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 Yeah, if you have a pilot light, you basically can, you know, hold the Adola and and be, you and know, channel freaking... it into an ability, then turning yeah. into a monster. Exactly. All right, that clears so, a, that clears a little bit. Of yeah, it. absolutely. Uh, so he's looking for somebody who can who can take it and basically, and they, he ends up finding one. That kid, which I'm sure probably shows back up in the manga eventually, uh, but uh, Takun, I think is his name. Uh, but he ends up not burning, so. Uh, the mom burns horribly in front of all the children's eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really disturbing scene too, because he ends up like spraining Tamaki's back to like leave her there so she can watch. <laughs> like, oh yeah, because she doesn't understand what's going on, and he's like, he just beats the heck out of her. Yeah. Uh, well, Rek- so Rekka's ability is to generate flames through his arms and power yeah. up, kind of like opposite yeah. of Shinra's feet. So Basically, yeah. he, he beats the heck out of Tamaki and is like, yeah, just sit here yeah. and watch because you're my yeah. faithful follower and I'm going to uh, yeah. find the find the bur- burst for the evangelist. 
Yeah, and he's he's crazy. Um, so uh, it, it's it's a very disturbing scene. It's really like like one of the really like oh okay yeah he's it's definitely uh it's definitely a Kubo right in this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, oh yeah, but uh, but then complemented by one of the most heroic scenes in the whole thing, um, and uh, because uh, basically it's just like you know these kids are getting are about to get murdered. Tamaki's about to get murdered. It's all really terrible and horrible. And like, he's beating on Tamaki and he's like losing his mind and he's just completely insane. And just from the rooftops, like in comes Shinra. So there's Superman. There's one thing right before that happens and only because it comes to play later. So Tamaki is kind of like this. I have to save these people, but he's going to kill me too. So she kind of explodes her power. Her two yeah. tails whip through the ceiling of the building, yes. and Shinra is flying around in just mm-hmm. not any particular uh, direction. Right, and there's like a they play this a couple times oh, going forward. There's right. a static on his yeah. feet, almost like yeah. if it, literally if it was somebody's ability were their ears, and you'd see like the screen go a little static around their ears. They just do right. it around the feet, and then yeah. he immediately turns. And senses right where the, her she, her yeah. flames are coming from. That's right. Uh, yeah, he turn he turns around. He goes, he's he's flying in the opposite direction, and you see the little static kind of happen. And he turns around and sees her tails like coming out of the top mm-hmm. of the building. I forgot about that. You're right because that's the first yeah, time. Yeah, because that's see the kinda, little, like, it's it's not like sh- a huge important thing, but it, that plays. Yeah, it does play up later on, um, and plays into the whole Adola burst part of it too. Exactly. So he rockets in like freaking Superman, kicks him right in the face. <laughs> it's like super rad. Freaking oh yeah, their it. fight is really cool. Yeah, it's good stuff. And uh, they, they they have a full episode for a fight. And uh, you know he's um, uh, I, he does. I mean, he basically takes him you know takes him down pretty good, but he's still up and fighting. And then Kareem comes in and like freezes him, freezes uh, him, freezes, which is really brutal because it's like it's like his friend that he grew up with and he's mm-hmm. just like what the what the heck happened to you man you know it's like this is this is terrible so he oh, like, freezes is, him is fully like you know in the holy zone he's yes you know yeah. for the evangelist for the evangelist yeah burn burn <sighs> he's just going insane um then foyan lee comes uh shows up and uh we get the first look at the what they call them white clads, I believe. Yes, the white clad. Yes, mm-hmm. the white clad, um, the freaking Templar knight kind of looking dudes. Yes, they're uh, cool. They're so rad. I love their outfits. Uh, but uh, some, uh, he's basically frozen, and they're like, "Well, we'll take him into custody and learn everything he knows." And then just a freaking flame arrow just bursts right through his chest while he's still frozen. Like a like a. 10 inch <laughs> diameter circle just right yeah. through him yeah yeah he's just dead frozen and dead yeah and that's it it's crazy and there's like there's a sniper and it's this lady who just has like a freaking flame arrow and she's mm-hmm. like taking them all out they have to make a smoke screen and then oh my gosh oh, so all right so i i don't know why we didn't think about this earlier one of my favorite favorite things about this anime um yeah and you see it with her and we see it with everybody Everyone's eyes are different. Yes. Everyone's eyes are different if they have a, an ability. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Like if they don't have an ability, their eyes are normal. But yeah. um, like 
this girl arrow is her name her she has mm-hmm. like arrow eyes looking up yeah and yeah uh like well we'll uh, get Ibana, to benny maru but right Ivana <laughs> has flowers yeah she's got like flowers in her um uh shinra and um arthur his glow red his glow blue because mm-hmm. the plasma blue yeah yeah it's it's pretty cool yeah yeah everyone has like that. some kind of uh like like literally everybody has some yeah. kind of different look to their eyes. I really love that. Right. It's very Naruto. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not just a Sharingan, but yeah, it's like, but still, uh, but yeah, uh, it, it, I forgot about her eyes too, actually, until you mentioned it, just the arrows. Well, cause in that moment, rad. you don't even see her face. So the one arrow yeah. comes through and kills Rekka. And then, right. and, and in that moment, it does kind of like, you know, anime, like freeze the second, and everyone right. kinda, everyone's kind of looking around like what just happened. And then a second arrow comes in and yeah. I, I think it's, uh, uh, Oh, Lee pushes flam out of the way and yeah. gets his mm-hmm. arm shot off. His arm gets shot off completely. Yeah. Right. So, so then everybody kind of hides behind walls and stuff. Cause they know they're pinned down by right. this, uh, this fire archer sniper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they make a smoke screen, get out of there. And now they know mm-hmm. that like, there's a conspiracy to create these things and these white clad dudes and all this stuff. So they all know uh, that this is a thing which leads into the captain, which is a great scene. The, the, the captain's uh, meeting with, the, with the emperor of Japan. Yep. Uh, so again, that leads into the company seven story arc uh, out in the, out in the boonies. Yes. The Asakusa <laughs> arc. Oh my yes, gosh. The, the best. Uh, so Asakusa is a uh, it's a uh, very well known district in Japan. It's very known to being very traditional, very traditionalist out in the you know it's kind of like Osaka. It's very southern. It's very boony like you know stuff right. like that. And like and in this world, like they're very traditionalist. They're they're very traditional Japanese. Um, and uh, we get that straight off from the captain uh, Benimaru, um, who is which was probably confusing from like. A Japanese standpoint, because apparently nobody said anyone's name like tradition in traditional Japanese. Like they mm-hmm. would say their first name and their last name, which is not traditional Japanese wise. Yeah. Uh, but Benimaru insists on being called Shinmon Benimaru, not Benimaru Shinmon. So it's like he's he's like the one he's like the one guy that's like we're traditionalists where we're from. Yeah. We don't you know. So, so I thought that was cool. Um. But uh, man, ah, Benny Morrow, so red, so red. But in the church, we get to learn about the different company captains, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you get uh, we don't know anything about Kyoka Huang yet. Uh, she was company six captain. We oh, really yeah, know much about, yeah. oh, yeah, she's cool. Do we, yeah, so I don't know anything about her. She doesn't get to do anything, I think. Uh, this whole thing, so. I don't think so. She There's... might do. She might do something a little bit later. later. We'll get. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, m- maybe later. Yeah, maybe later in in, I, in the episode. I'm it, just trying to remember. I don't remember if it's in the first season, but I'm pretty sure it is. We'll get to it. Uh, right. Yeah. But then there's also company. What three is the short guy with the bald yes. head? Whose whose bald head is like always on fire. Yes. Yeah. And he's got a yeah. mustache. And then mm. there's company four. Is which that is, Giovanni? Uh, uh no giovanni is company Six. oh wait yeah no yeah uh who is uh oh no Giovanni's com- no we got company two sorry company two is gustav honda um big russian dude with the mustache yeah okay yep yeah uh that's company two uh 
Company 3 uh, is the administrative-looking guy with, like, the, the scar across his face, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget. No, oh, it's Dr. Okay. Giovanni. Yeah I, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Sorry, it's led by Dr. Giovanni. That's Company 3. Giovanni's the Company 3. Yep. So, Company 4 is the agency guy. Yeah, the guy just has, like, a... Yeah, sh- uh, sh- Hagaway. Yeah. Soichiro Hagaway is the... Okay, uh, yeah, I found four. everybody. Yep. Yeah. Habana's 5. Habana's 5. Uh, six is, is Wang. uh, that's Wang. And then company seven is Benny Maru. And of course, okay, yeah. we, we definitely, we definitely get some yeah. Wang action toward the, <laughs> Dude, toward the end I, of I all this. I, I, uh, yeah, I don't remember for some reason. I like, it's cause I'm, I'm, I'm focused right now on like the Benny Maru arc, the, the, yeah, Asuka's it's cool. Arc, well, so I'll, I'll remind you, we'll get to it. No worries. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, so that leads us into the Asakusa arc, which is my favorite arc of the whole thing. Undoubtedly. Uh, so we got Benny Maru and his company and Hinata and Hikage, who are great little twin girls. They're cool. Ah, oh, man. Uh, Conroe, the original captain mm-hmm. of Company 7. And he's now so, second in command because he can't. So with Conroe, uh, we get introduced to a, another concept of this world, which is called mm-hmm. Tephrosis. Yes, and that's where basically you use your power too hot, too hot, too long, uh, mm. and go. You're like you start kind of to turn to ash. You start to burn yourself yeah. out. Right. Yeah. And it's like so too you much. Lose, you kind of like have to stop using your ability altogether. You're gonna mm. kill yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so that's the case up. for this guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's bandaged up constantly. Uh, he kind of, he's got sunken in eyes. He's really sick and like, you know, just the really debilitated. Um, so he can't be captain anymore. So he names his second in command, the, the new, you know, head. And he's a, the thing about Benny Maru is that he is a hybrid second and third generation. Yes. Uh, which is crazy. That's <laughs> so, why he is in my top three. Yes. Cause him he and can Maki cre- and Shinra yeah. are my top three. Yeah, because he can control uh, fire, like other fire, and he can also produce his own fire, mm-hmm. uh, which is which is nuts. So, uh, but you know, I his eyes are an X and an O. I love it. Yes, ah, so cool. It's so rad. Uh, but the the cool, I, I love how he uses his power because they have those, um, which are old firefighter brushes. I learned those big mop things. Oh yeah. Um, I would soak those with water and like and like hit and like parch the ground with like you know with uh with water and uh that's how they would not put out the fires but like contain fires back in like old oh old Japan. i called him a toy yeah my toy yeah so uh that's how they would use those like giant freaking water mops basically to put out yeah he basically rides it like a witch rides a broom <laughs> yeah a rocket powered freaking witch broom it's so right. rad uh love it and then when all of his company like throws one up and he commands all of them sets them all on fire like rockets ah, mm-hmm. so cool um and what's really cool is like the way they like because like how they do it in the city you know it's always like a a somber thing like trying to take out a, an infernal they try to keep it as you know somber as they can go in say a prayer kill the infernal you know uh send them send them to to where they need to be blah 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 and in asakusa it's like a party it's like a freaking send off party where they just blow stuff up and uh, yeah, it's so oh, the, so it. the town takes it as like a a privilege to be 
taken down by Benny Maru. If if they yes. were if they were to spontaneous spontaneously combust, then they yeah. are glad that Benny Maru is the one to yeah. end their life so that they don't hurt anybody. Yeah. So they don't care that he flies around, and destroys half the city. They'll, they'll, right. They rebuild it in like an hour. Yeah, a- yeah, anime. Anime, because <laughs> that's their celebration of it. It's like it's like we're it's it's basically like you know rather than having a funeral, having a party, that sort of sentiment that some people have. It's like mm-hmm. you know they don't want people to be somber during their funeral. They want people to be you know uh, to have a good time because that's what they were about. So that's how that whole that whole district kind of treats it. It's like, it's a big fight party and things get blown up and that's how we celebrate their life as we send them on to their, to their next, uh, to their next life. And it's like, ah, so cool. Mm -hmm. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, this is where we get a lot of the, um, you know, the conspiratorial stuff. Cause like basically Benny Maru is completely distrustful of the empire of the, of the Japanese empire. He doesn't like, he doesn't like any of the other fire forces because it's like, hey, I don't care about. It. In fact, Fire Force Seven, Company Seven, was brought in uh, because they were so successful at taking care of fires. Like they were just doing like, it themselves, yeah. And so they just yeah. made them a fire force. They're like, here, use our resources yeah. and continue doing what you're doing. Right? Yeah, completely autonomous to what we're doing, but you know, uh, but they'll they'll get reeled in sometimes, and you know, Benny Mara doesn't like that. He doesn't like going by that at all because he doesn't trust the doesn't trust the <coughs> Japanese government. He don't trust the government. So um basically the eighth shows up and it's kinda like, well he might be a good ally against this whole conspiracy that we're that we're um dealing with here. Mm-hmm. So and because he's definitely not within it. Like if he you know like if he's not like within it then you know he's good at camouflaging that whole thing. So Man, it just I love this arc. Like so much stuff happened. This is where Obi takes on uh the freaking company seven. Ugh, yeah, freaking love that part. It's so cool. Uh, because he has no powers and he's just taking on all these dudes. Right. Well the, uh, so like the quick version of this is like uh the white clads basically roll in. Yeah. And and yeah. one of them we learn we find another one. This one, uh his eyes are in the shape of a, the letter A. He yeah. can use heat to melt your skin and make you yeah. look however he wants. Yeah. So Builds he started like clay. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> so he starts sending in copies of people into the city to kind yeah. of, uh, you know, ter- uh, cause mayhem and yeah. turmoil and makes right. uh, some people look like Obi and the lieutenant. And that's why. Yeah. And and then has them say, you know, something shady around the, Benny Maru and so Benny Maru right. then fights the original yeah. <laughs> Obi and yeah the actual yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it, 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 it they're trying to sow distrust and everything and uh, it's it's pretty it, it's a pretty good plan uh, but uh, I like how they figured it out and it's another yes. part of like how I it, it's another part where like where like Arthur comes in like where I like it's a part where I like the use of Arthur's idiocy uh, in a lot of ways. Cause, uh, but they have uh, Hinata and Hikage who are these twins and they copy one of them. And immediately the other one's like, that's not my sister. And they start right. fighting. It's like, it's like, how can you tell? It's like, look, I know what my sister looks like. That's not my sister, you know? And so Arthur just straight up kicks her in the face. Which I think is just great because like everyone's just kind of like, why are they like, why is she acting mm-hmm. like it's not her? Like, I can't tell any different. And Arthur just like in complete 
trust of the other one saying like, oh yeah, clearly that one's not the little girl and just kicks her right in the face. And everybody's like, Arthur, what are you doing? It's just like, look, it's not him. It's like, it turns out to be this old man. And uh, yeah, so I, just, of all I, love, things. I love that bit. I love that bit. Um, turns out the white clad are there. Arrow girl is there. Mm-hmm. Um, this dude with like a, with like skull face paints on there too. And he ends up yep. eating a, eating one of the bugs and turning Ooh. into a freaking infernal. Oh, crazy. Yeah. All right, so we'll get to that in a second. Cause that continues the yeah. story, but there's two other white clads we see that we don't, they don't do a ton. One of them yeah. is Hamia. She is an electric mm. shock user. She seems oh, to yeah. be kind of doing something in the background. And then the yeah. other one is her protector. And I could not find his name off the top of, yeah, uh, I'm not sure looking for, um, but he, he plays a really cool role later on. Right now, he's basically yeah. just stands around. She stands around. No, they yeah. don't really interact as much as Arrow and the Skull Guy does. Because, like you said, right? Then the Skull yeah. Guy eats the bug, eats the he, bug, turn, <laughs> and he goes uh, turns into a giant infernal. And yes, so creepy. He goes demon infernal. Yeah, yeah. Which is a, another new infernal we haven't seen yet. <laughs> yeah, he's like craggly magma looking. He kind of looks like what. You know what uh, Shinra's mom turned into exactly, um, and then as he so he has the horns that come up, and then mm-hmm. this goes on to explain why. Uh, <clears throat> uh, oh, where does his name go? The old captain, the one that's now got to Frosis. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Ken, Conroe, Conroe. Thank you. Yeah. There's like a flashback to why Conroe even has this in the first place, and it was because mm-hmm. he had to basically explode he, his power to fight off a, a devil and a devil uh, inferno yeah. before. Right. So now they're like, "Well, crap! We have to. We haven't seen one since then, and now we have to." Yeah. Now face we have another. to fight him. Yeah, it's like great. Sounds awesome. Um, you know, obviously uh, Shinra and Benny Mara. It's it's a good uh, team up from. Uh, uh, Shinra and Arthur fighting the uh, fighting the yeah. White Clads or the, yeah, fighting they, Arrow and Skull. Yeah, they give uh, <coughs> they give their name they give their names at this one part, don't they? Knights of the Ashen Flame. Oh, are I think they? they end up. I think they end up calling themselves that in this in this in this arc. They, they, they we call them, they, they call them the White Clad, but they call themselves the Knights of the Ashen Flame. That's how they how they oh, phrase yeah, themselves. See it, yep. Yeah. So, um, I think that's where they name themselves or they give out their name for that one. So, uh, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's, a so, it's, it's like the biggest like fight arc we've seen so far, but Benny Maru takes on the demon and there's all these flames and it's, ah, it's so good. It's a good time. It's good stuff. He's going to end up trying to sacrifice himself. Oh, there's a really good part with Shinra too, uh, where he's fighting the demon, uh, the demon infernal, the mm-hmm. skull. And it triggered like it's so like there it triggers this vision of his feet where his feet are like skeletal and they have like ribs, like a rib cage, like above them around the ankles. Oh, that's right. And it's this really horrifying, like, st- like he's like just grinning the whole time. And like his eyes are it's shaking like really as he's dark and like kind of oh. black, black flames around him a little bit. Yeah. And it's like this first like indication that what he has is straight up hellfire. Like it's just like that is fire from hell. Mm-hmm. Like that's oh, what and, it, and it just flashes away. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah and then it's gone. Happened. 
And then it's gone, yeah. Um, and then later on, we get the static again because Conra, you know, Benny Maru's like, I have to take out this demon, you know, that's just yeah. what I have to do. So he's going to basically sacrifice himself to kill the demon. And uh, Conroe is like trying to help him. He sees what he's going to do. So he's trying to help him, but he can't because he's burning up and everything. So he calls out to Shinra to help him. Uh, and the little, like, obviously, like he's miles away. Shinra's yeah. miles away. But when he calls out to him, the little fuzzy <clears throat> static thing happens on his feet. And he looks up and he sees Binimaru. Mm-hmm. So he rockets himself up, uh, which is really cool. Uh does he learn the chakra thing in this one, or is it later? Later, uh, is it this? Yeah, that's <clears> this next, later that's on. Basically, arc. this yeah. once they defeat the devil infernal, this just a right. uh, we're friends now arc, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, Benny Maru starts training. Uh, well, he uh, Shinra asks him because he's like, I saw you using like hand signals when you were like manipulating the flame and everything, and. Uh, Benny Maru explains to him, it's like, yeah, hand signals are how you channel chakra through your body. Um, they say chakra, right? Do they say specifically chakra? Mm, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like how, you, how you manipulate your energy <clears throat> through. Your and body's energy, not so much yeah. like flames themselves, but. Right, yeah. It's the same, you know, it's basically the same rule that's in Naruto with like the, you know, the little chakra, you know, uh, what do you call the hand signals or whatever. Right. Uh, same deal. Um and uh, so basically he like teaches him like this is the symbol to, to uh, and it's kind of the rock and roll symbol really uh, to, to channel it through your feet. Mm-hmm. So then Shinra kind of like starts to learn like how to channel properly through his feet so he can control better and ah, super cool. Love that. Love it when they like when they like throw in some like like you know like not real stuff but like you know chakras is like a real like yeah um, yeah concept thing that, and everything yeah concept that people yeah that, that people have been doing for centuries and mm-hmm. they throw it into as like a part of training which i think is really cool so i thought that was a lot of fun and uh yeah and then this 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 arc we also get vulcan which is great so well um, so right before vulcan yeah. we get lit yeah licked i don't remember this one so what am i thinking basically after they're done in asakusa they go back and they get their science guy oh yeah yeah yeah. that's right yeah they get him like oh he gets transferred over and licked is licked is a regular guy doesn't have any powers he's just like a a really super smart guy he can uh he knows a lot about pyrokinesis and he knows a lot about um, yeah, determining people's abilities, like you right. can basically and figure out how people do what they do, right? And right. He, he has dark ties to Joker. Yes, he uh, the, the first time we see him, he's actually in a conversation with Joker talking about in some like underground things. bunker, yeah. So he has like different motivations, and mm-hmm. Obi kind of knows it, and uh, Hibana kind of knows it, but it's like he's useful because he's you know, he does this research for us. Um, and they wouldn't have really learned any of the stuff that they had if they didn't know him. But he's he's the creepy, like, don't trust him kind of character, but they kind of have to. Yeah, because um, they don't really know for sure yeah. Yeah. anything about him. Uh, yeah, like Stein, Dr. Stein from uh, Soul Eater. He's kind of that same way. Like, yeah. He's, he's very much like, oh, you have, like, Stein's very important, but he's also crazy, and we need to control his madness. Like, mm-hmm. that's the whole thing with him, so... Uh, yeah, he's, he's got this crazy look in his eye all the time and he's always smiling and, uh, but it's not just a tick like with Shinra. Um, and then they need an engineer 
Uh, so they go to the one engineer that used to be in the fire force, but isn't anymore um, because no, he hates everybody. No, he wasn't in the fire or, force before. Oh, that, that's right. <clears throat> his dad told him never to be one. That's right. Yeah. His dad told him never join the fire force. Uh, like, but he loves making stuff. Like he, he loves like developing technology and building things. And he's like a master engineer. Mm-hmm. And, like basically uh, the fire force has been trying to. Yeah. It, all right, so this all ties into, I guess, all right, we might as well just move on into this arc. So Vulcan basically yeah. um, <clears throat> was a, an apprentice, I'm sorry, <clears throat> an apprentice to his father, uh, mm-hmm. uh, along with Giovanni, who we, you know, we said was yeah. the captain of another uh, squad of Fire Force. Right. And, but Giovanni went on to betray and uh left and then did it kill his dad uh yeah i think so right think and so that's why him. vulcan mm-hmm. won't join the fire force right because this guy is part of them and so they all must be corrupt and yeah. you know killed his father and whatnot yeah yeah so yeah and uh yeah the amaterasu like they, they he, his family developed the amaterasu which is oh the, that's right you know yeah the the whole um the, the power plant that powers all of everything. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, uh, but, uh, his grandfather's, a, I think it's his grandfather, not his father, but yes, I think his grandfather was the one that was around. He has a better family history and his mm-hmm. grandfather's apprentice was Giovanni as well. So, uh, he was actually apprentice of him. So, um, yeah. So he, oh yeah. So grandfather and father mysteriously became infernals. That's right. That's so, right. That's right. right. Yeah. So we got so both it. Both of them. We figured it yeah. out. Right. So they both became <laughs> infernals. Sorry, it's been a little while since I've seen it. And it's like, I only got, I only caught up to like basically the Benny Maru part. Um, I love the mask that, uh, Vulcan had on before he took it off. I kind of, Oh yeah. Like the horned time. thing. Yeah. So, Cause yeah. we learned that what, Vulcan really wants to do is bring back mm-hmm. the animals, the animals that yeah. died in the, you know, that are now yes. extinct. He even wants to bring back the extinct animals and all that. So, cause he has mm-hmm. a lot of, uh, robots shaped like animals that he's built around his little workshop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, and Giovanni has been trying to recruit Vulcan for years and he keeps like, you know, sending in little, you know, uh, he keeps sending him gifts and like, hey, come on, join uh, join the Fire Force. We could totally use you. And he wants something to do with Giovanni. So then the eighth is kind of like, oh, maybe we can recruit him because uh, he's like this super uh, crazy engineer and he doesn't want anything to do with them. And that kicks off the whole thing of like, OK, if they're going to Giovanni's basically like if they're going to recruit, if they're going to try and recruit Vulcan, I guess I just have to kill Vulcan now. So, you know, so sends guys out to basically or kill everybody around him basically yeah. and to get the key to the Amaterasu. So <clears throat> exactly. So there's 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 a key to the Amaterasu and he's trying to get to it. Um he ends up um he ends up uh basically uh does he does he blackmail Lisa? I think he blackmails her, right? So um, he saved her. So yeah. All right. One of Vulcan's uh, assistants is Lisa. She's a pyrokinesis who mm-hmm. can, uh, or pyrokinetic that can uh, get, uh, flame tentacles, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so he doesn't realize that she is actually a traitor. Giovanni raised her, um, mm-hmm. like saved her or whatever, and kind of That's raised right, her, yeah. and trained her as well. 
And so mm -hmm. Gio she's one of the underlings that Giovanni sent to try and find out where this key is. Um, right. Yeah. And then she, of course, turns around and betrays everybody and joins yeah. Giovanni's side. Yeah. Joins Giovanni's side and steals the key. And um, that's when, oh, uh, there's a really good Shinra versus Giovanni fight. That's pretty good because you get to see Giovanni's abilities. Uh, he basically uses his flame to use his puppet ability he's like mm -hmm. conqueror or saucery he's more like saucery actually now that yeah I think about it <laughs> I mean, like he yeah. like fires out uh, a, a hand on a long long yeah. long you know cable but he can control yeah. the hands flames uh kind of mm -hmm. like a rocket and direct it around trees and stuff so they grab shinra yeah yeah <clears throat> um they end up uh they end up getting the key and uh so vulcan's like all right i guess i'll join company eight uh, and they get a bunch of new cool stuff from Vulcan, oh, and it's well, great. We, we get our first appearance of show. <laughs> yes, we do get the first appearance of show. Show yes, rolls up, and he mm. basically goes and just slices Shinra mm -hmm. so fast. Yeah. And then uh, that's where Licht rolls in with his truck, and he's like, we got to get out of here because yeah. we're all going to die. And everybody yeah, hops the truck and bounces out. <laughs> I forgot about that part too, because like again, we get the whole um, uh, you know just expository thing from from uh, Joker. Uh, uh, in yeah, between, Joker rolls in. Yep. Yeah, but in, in between even the Azakusa arc, it's just like he rolls up and it's just like, oh, by the way, your brother not only is he alive, he's also the evangelist that that guy was talking about. So it's like, oh, okay. So it's like, it's just basically like every mystery is just like explained by Joker. He just rolls up. He's like, oh, by the way, <laughs> which I think is funny. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, so he's so his brother shows the evangelist. Uh, he one shots his bro, you know, doesn't even know who he is. To, like he's like, oh, you're my brother, and he doesn't even, you know, he doesn't know or care. Like he's never met anybody, right. you know. So he's never met his brother. <clears throat> so he's he was raised to literally be the evangelist for all these freaking knights of the ashen flame. So that's all he's ever known. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Vulcan. Of course, uh, after that arc, uh, Vulcan ends up joining the Fire Force 8 because um, he's got to find the key. He's got to get the key back uh, and save the animals and do all that stuff. So, um, but yeah, and that, that leads us into the final arc, I believe, doesn't it? Is it one, uh, one last arc? Yep, the Netherworld think, arc. Yep. Yeah, that's right. The Netherworld arc. Uh, this is the one that I have the least amount of memory of, but it's got all the good fight scenes in it. Yeah. That's what I do remember. All right, so basically, after seeing the White Hoods at Vulcan Shop and, you know, with mm. um, Licked knowing a little bit of stuff behind the scenes, uh, getting information from Joker, rest of Company mm. 8 doesn't know that. Blah, blah, mm. blah. Basically, they, they say that if there's one place that the White Hoods are hiding, it's got to be in the Netherworld, which is considered just mm. the old world or the underground, like, subway tunnels. Yes. Of, of yeah. what use old, of old Japan. Yeah. Old New York under new New York. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Futurama reference. But yes, yeah, it's like basically old Japan, like, under the... the, the yeah, the uh, the subways and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So they have to go to the Netherworld. They and have to and Tamaki is now transferred yeah. over into the, the group as well. Yes. So she's now part of the, the cat girl is now part of them. Yes, they, she is now officially part of uh, Company 8. Um, but they're going in to fight uh, Giovanni and the rest of the knights mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Lisa. Lisa's going to be there. So it's basically all the one-on-one the -on -one fight kind of stuff. Yeah. But Vulcan does make one of the coolest things ever. Uh, for yes. Maki, 
I freaking love these things. What are they called? I don't know the what they're iron, called. But... The Iron Owls. Ah, oh, the Iron Owls. They're so, so cool. cool. All right. Yes. So the whole, all right. So whole fire, whole, whole company eight goes into the underworld. Um, yeah. And then immediately there's steam everywhere. Uh, yeah. And the group gets, the group gets uh, split up. So first yeah. we get Maki versus this guy. And, you know, there's generic white hoods. The, the guys that go, the, right. the red shirts. Yeah, and, yeah. The, but the this guy yeah. was actually at Vulcan shop. We didn't talk about him. He has a yeah. um, uh, was a mace like a flail. Yeah, yeah. He's got the big flail. Yeah, and he can mm. increase the size of it like huge. Yeah. Well, Maggie's like, oh, well, I got some new toys, and she pops out those little flame spirits, and they go inside yeah. these gigantic like <laughs> robot arms almost. Yes, and yeah. then she just stands there and just directs them. <laughs> Yeah, and they fly around yeah. and punch people in the face. That's uh, so good. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so cool. Vulcan is a genius. That is a dope, dope like engineering ability <laughs> that she uh, she ends up using from that. Yeah, it's so cool. Is because it's like she has these tiny little freaking things that she's been using, and uh, she can turn into a big one and stuff like that. But just being able to like, oh weight has no consequence to them so let's put them inside these giant armored freaking things that you can fling around like a oh my god yep. so good because she's always like that's the cool thing it's like she was in the military prior to uh being on the fire force so she's just been she's this buff girl and uh um and it's just great i just love the fact that she's flings around these giant things and she has a giant witch's hat which is cool oh yeah that uh, is cool <laughs> yeah well, because, well that's another thing because maki is not just a fire force member she's also a sister yes yes yeah like, so uh, iris that, tends uh, to take on the majority of the sisterly duties but if right. needed maki is also yes. available yeah, um, maki can tent the hands and all that stuff but right Man, it's so cool. Like I've uh, yeah, all right. Maki's my favorite. I'm on. Yeah, okay. I love her. Maki's She's so best. cool. Maki is best. You're right. Uh, you convinced me. Because <laughs> because I'm going through like all the characters in my head. I'm like, I really like Vulcan. Vulcan's cool. It's like, but ah oh, man, I love Obi. Captain Obi's definitely a second favorite, I think. And then Shinra might be my third, actually. I really like Shinra. All right, so there's a guy uh, real quick, so. there's a guy in the manga that we won't yeah. see till like season three. Oh or, wow, or really? four, okay. but he's he might be like my second favorite. Wow. Benny Maru's okay. in the top three. Maki's in the top three. Oh. I think I think Shinra falls to four. Yeah. Yeah. Ben Benny Maru might be my top. That might be my third. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's probably Maki, Obi, Benny. Yeah, that's probably what it is. So good. <laughs> it's so good. All right. So show. Maki takes out the guy with the flail. You get yep. you get Iris and Tamaki. They take out this like assassin guy. He talks about how he's like mm-hmm. a really cool killer and he's got like a flame missile. And they right. they the Letcher thing throws him off and then of Iris beats him with a, a pipe she found and they, and they beat him. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, that's they beat right, him. That, yeah. that, that's, mm-hmm. So she has like, that's what I'm saying. Like she gets a three out of 10 yeah. for combat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She, she bit somebody with a pipe at one point. Right. So that's then right. we get yeah. uh arrow versus Hanawa, yes. which is, Oh yes. So mm. good. Yeah, it's basically yeah, long distance firing down this subway tunnel of her arrows mm-hmm. and his guns and ricochets. Yes. And they're kind of they can't even fully see each other. They're trying to find each other and they keep increasing yeah. power. It's it's, yeah, it's a snipe. It's a sniper fight. Yeah, yes. it's a straight up sniper fight. And uh, there's a there's a famous sniper fight in Nam. 
um, it's like white snake versus something. It's these two big snipers, one for the Viet Cong and one for the U S and like, there's a whole story about like how they had this sniper fight. It's amazing. It's like, it's like something out of a movie. It's crazy. Yeah. And it just totally reminds me of that. Cause I love good sniper fights and, oh man, well, it's, it's so rad. To expand on his power too. Like they show, yeah, he, he takes a rifle. Like he has a rifle mm-hmm. with an interchangeable, uh, 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 um, what's the end of the rifle? Barrel. Barrel, thank you. Yeah, the, the barrel, yeah. Yeah, the barrel. <laughs> and, but Because mm-hmm. he increases the power so much that it blows the barrel apart, and he has to yes. quickly like throw a new barrel on every yeah. shot. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I, I love it, yeah. Because that's a new thing that Vulcan made, too, was like his other, his like guns and stuff. They, mm-hmm. He made these specialized guns for his... Uh, thing but that was the first time we got like the idea because he always was like you know i can power down like the the bullets where he'd like shoot shinner in the leg and it was like an airsoft gun and then like directing stuff around that was during the fifth uh the the company five arc but this is the one where we get to learn like oh he can max out the power of the explosion through a gun <laughs> and like so it's just super cool like i, I just love that fight it's so good um Ah man, it's a, it's a good and yeah. the way he wins it. I don't, I don't want to spoil how he wins it because I I remember that too and okay. I kind of don't. Yeah, we won't spoil it because it. it's really rad. Like it's a really good like it's one of those like like uh, Shikamaru like st- like style fights where it's mm-hmm. like oh how does he get out of this? Ah, oh, it's so good. Yeah, I watch the fight for sure. It's yeah, definitely that's one of my definitely favorites. one of the better fights. Yeah, it's one of my favorites out of the whole thing for sure. And then you move um, on to Giovanni. And Lisa mm-hmm. versus Obi and Vulcan. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which you so. get to see Obi be like, remember why I worked out? Let me show you why I worked yeah. out. Because I do a lot of working <laughs> out. That That is, that's probably one of, there's one of the most insane moments in an anime I've seen. Just at, at like how ludicrous it is. He's so yeah. strong as a normal human. He right. grabs subway tracks. Pulls them apart and then, (laughs) like a wrestler almost, he stabs them into the ground, uses them like a ladder, and then jumps off with a flying elbow. Like, yep, he's insane. (laughs) That was so hilarious. Yeah, Obi is like the definition of try hard. He's like, determination will get you what you need. But they do a really good job with him fighting against pyrokinetics. Like, he's not a moron. I mean, outside of his insane strength, like, he utilizes uh, shields, um, like, Mm -hmm. uh, extinguisher bombs, like, all kinds of stuff, and and goes full-on fight against uh, Benny Maru back in the Asakusa arc. And, mm-hmm. and Giovanni in this one, like he's, he's mm-hmm. legit. Yeah. I love his mask and his coat, his big coat, the mask that he wears, the, uh, the fire, the big fire ax he has. Ah, yes. so cool. Love Obi's rad. Obi's cool. <laughs> like, uh, and he just has that. He's got that. He's a good leader character too. He's got that indomitable spirit. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I dig it. Um, who, who else has a fight? Arthur well, fights uh, somebody. Well, he? so, okay. Uh, well, <laughs> I didn't want to talk about Arthur because it kind of ties into the Hanawa fight. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Arthur gotcha. shows up to the Hanawa yes. fight. You'll just have to watch that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then the yeah. the that's only true. other fight then is uh, Shinra versus Show with right. Licked telling us how everything works. <laughs> yes. Yeah, basically. Yeah. To, 
<laughs> expositing for the audience what's going on basically right. so yeah basically but uh yeah that's a i yeah that's a really good uh because i love that fight because the whole time shinra is just like happy to see his brother mm-hmm. <laughs> like and he's just using well, that he, whole... so he turns it into a game like they're fighting yeah. you know mm-hmm. and basically shows like mm-hmm. i don't know you stop calling me brother right. uh we're gonna use yeah. you we need like we're gonna you know capture you and do what we want mm-hmm. and uh shinra's like okay well if you want to play it that way then i'm going to play it this way this is tag and they he yeah. starts flying around because yeah. show's ability is not speed as you originally thought from the vulcan mm-hmm. arc but it's actually right. to do something he calls the severed universe yes which is to slow can... down time mm-hmm. with heat yep Yes. Like, what? Crazy. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> but basically, it's like devil fire. So it kind of like it bridges the worlds between hell and, and earth, basically. Mm-hmm. So so that that's how it slows down the time, because it's this hellfire that basically bridges through and slows down the world that he's in. And yeah, it's kind of kind of like Nightcrawler teleporting through brimstone kind of things. So, A little bit. Because like. Because like yeah, I think Nightcrawler that's how his power he like telepathy like goes through a different world or whatever. That's kind of how his so, thing works. And so this is where one of the most confusing parts of Fire Force comes in. And later <laughs> on in the manga, like you'll it gets explained, but right now yeah. it does not explain a lot. So right. the, the we talked about the Adola burst that uh, Shinra has and everything. Well, him yeah. and Show create an Adola link. Yes, which. Puts both of them into that flame world that uh, Shinra has kind of popped in and out of once or twice. And you see the preacher, which is this. Oh, yeah. Remember this? I forgot. I do. So Sho basically has the is given his abilities are made stronger by his connection with the preacher. And the preacher is just Mm -hmm. this floating person maybe a man maybe a woman their their face is veiled in a white cloth and they're right. just floating there they're just floating there giving this ability to show well that's right as the battle continues and shinra is getting faster shinra forces a link with show which then connects mm-hmm. him to the preacher and pushes yeah. shinra to go light speed that's right. Yeah. Season one, you get light speed. <laughs> Anime. Anime. It's super fast. Yeah. Oh man. So cool. I, I it's good good stuff, man. I, I, I freaking love the way he accelerate you know, he well, no pun intended, but the way he accelerates things like that, like it just like man, super cool. Well, love it. So what he does is with his super speed, he connects with show on a different level than what the preacher is and he actually mm-hmm. starts to jog show's memories right and show starts to realize like oh i do have a brother right and, and of course memories as a baby yeah and then of course it conflicts with what he knows so he has one of those like kind of breakdown things yeah and then hamia rolls in and is like oh we got to get him out of here because we need this guy yeah. And she uh show she stabs uh Shinra right through the chest with Show's sword. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh Yeah, and then bounces. And everyone else goes yeah. in at that point and of course gets Shinra and they bounce out. Yeah. 
Yep. So there you go. Um, uh, Lisa ends up uh, kind of. Uh, we we didn't mention that part. The uh, in the Obi Vulcan versus Lisa and Giovanni fight. Uh, Lisa ends up uh, kind of regretting her actions because you know she was a tool for oh, yeah. Giovanni. Basically, turn back on Giovanni at that point. She does. Yeah. He he ends up like Vulcan ends up getting her back, like because he just sort of like accepts her, you know, when like Giovanni's like, you know, just using her as a puppet because mm-hmm. he's a freaking he's a freaking machine. <laughs> it's like which is another creepy thing is like the inside of Giovanni is like all these like like weird gears and like smiling faces. And uh, oh, yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, he's creepy. Yeah. Giovanni is really creepy. Yeah, he's literally just like a living machine. He's basically sorcery. Now that I think about it, yeah, like, he is, he yeah, is he really sorcery is. from freaking Naruto. So watch our Naruto episode to learn about that. We need to get oh, back to Naruto. No, hey, dude, I've been watching it recently, that. but we can't talk yeah. about that right now. We can't. Uh, but, yeah. every, everything starts to wrap up. Um, th- so yeah. basically, mm-hmm. this is you talked about Huang. Um, she, yeah. her ability is, uh, or her company deals with healing. They're the medics. So oh, that. When he, right. yeah, I knew you would remember when he come when okay. they bring Shinra back with the the sword, uh, guy, she yes. her ability to uh summon his flames out of him and heal him. Yes, that's right, man. I forgot all about that. <laughs> I do. I, I love. All right, so side note, same thing I say most of these anime episodes. If it's if it's a <laughs> show or something that catches my imagination like immediately i immediately Mm. hop on the manga and just catch (laughs) as fast as i can and fire force season one hooked me so i jumped into manga immediately like this this whole thing is so good Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah, huang heals him and uh go ahead i'm my fault so good i'm probably i'm probably taking over like i'm so excited about all this (laughs) no no it's perfect i'm glad you remembered because i forgot huang even did anything this whole time so okay yeah well all right yeah i forgot about the medic core entirely so Mm -hmm. there we go well once he gets Um, healed it wraps up this last tiny little thing and he goes to find burns yes Ah, love this scene. Yeah. Uh, one one last episode, we get a confrontation between Shinra and Burns. And oof, man. So we get to see Burns like at like top form. Because he does fight Burns in at the beginning of the 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 uh the infiltration arc, uh the Rekka arc. Mm-hmm. Uh but it's like real quick, you know, like like you're not there yet, kid. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, he takes him out in like seconds, it's like nope, nothing. So uh love that. Uh, that's always a good trope because it's like this is how powerful I need to be because uh, he needs to get answers for like what happened and yeah uh, and basically Bur- uh, Bur- Burns is like hit me he's like if yeah. you can if you can connect if you can hit me if, yeah then I'll I'll tell you what I know I'll spill my guts yeah so basically it is just like because like Shinra's like I'll beat you in a fight and then you can tell me he's like all right if you can lay one hand on me. Well, I'll I'll spill my guts about whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's love that. So uh, I forget how they explained his power, but uh, so he, uh, the I first time we down. see him, that's fine. The first time we see him, he fights both uh, Arthur and Shinra, takes them both out. Arthur tries to cut him with his plasma sword that can literally cut through steel. Yeah, and he just blocks it with his forearm. Yeah, <laughs> so burns. Like, uh, he burns. 
uh, his flames in internally, which increases mm. his physical ability through therm- through thermal energy. Yes, that's right. So he's basically like a walking thermal energy plant and yes. a superhuman strong monster. Yeah, he's got yeah. like an eye patch and like that cat, which when he goes like stronger and his eye patch kind of catches flame in there, like everyone's eyes mm-hmm. got has something different. His is an eye patch and the flaming yes, eye patch uh, motif idea that, <sighs> that looks really good. Yes, very cool. It's very cool stuff. Oh, man. I love it. I, I love that stuff. But that fight is super cool. They got that other administration guy who's like basically explaining how um, how Burns' powers work. And mm-hmm. oh man, it's good stuff. It's good stuff, man. Yeah, I, Rekka I gets, sh- that, That's where or not Rekka. Um, <laughs> Shinra get <laughs> uses Shinra. uses the training from Benny Maru, gets the yep. punch in or gets the kick in on Burns, and then Burns mm-hmm. explains that. Uh, it is Shinra's mom that turned into the yes. the, the, de- the devil infernal. Yes. End which of is, show. Which is kind of, <laughs> right, which is kind of implied, like with through the through the flashbacks, uh, the flashbacks, because she's like literally engulfed in flame and saying like "get away," and then we see the demon thing. So it's like, oh well, yeah, it's right. Her. So it's like, which is probably why I kind of forgot that it was like a reveal that she was the one, uh, but. Um, Man, yeah, it's 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 super cool. I I love that fight. I thought it was rad, and it's in this. I, I just it's so cool. But uh, uh, I mean, that maid character too was there. She was she seemed interesting. I'm sure she comes up later. The uh, maid maybe. character, like she has like the she's got the glasses like the like, oh uh, pink oh hair. yeah. Um, because you were talking about the administration guy too. You're talking about the guy with glasses and the yeah. scar, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the. They both play in the very beginning of season two. The the very next arc. Okay. That's what I that's where yeah. we're going. So, gotcha. There's yeah, your big thing to be. A... That's all I'll say. Is that that's where we're going. There we to go. Talk, talk to them right that, after this. That's fine because that will be in July. So not much further from where we're at now. So, uh, they they really step up the animation towards the end of it. Uh, I absolutely love. This is a cool studio, David Productions. I didn't even know about them because I don't watch. Like I, I've seen cells at work. I don't watch Jojo, mm-hmm. which I should probably do eventually. Like I haven't watched it yet. Uh, <sighs> they just yelled Jojo at each other a bunch. <laughs> or what's the other guy's know. name? The bad guy yells Jojo uh, and Jojo yells the bad guy's name. So yeah. Name. Yeah. Yeah. Dio. Dio. Dio Bravo. Right. Yeah. I see. I know stuff about Jojo, but I've never watched it, but I know that Dio Bravo is like the big freaking like villain. Or I whatever. made it like seven episodes. Uh, they yelled to, they just yelled names at each other. Right. Yeah. You go, well, you, I hear, let me know when it gets better. <laughs> sure. Well, I hear like, because like every season is a different Jojo. Yeah. It's a different yeah. person. Yeah. So I think that's interesting. They, they say Jojo four is probably the best one. And I think that's the one after the one with Dio. So, cool. um, so I think that apparently that one's like really good, but it's a very odd art style. So it's, but it seems like an interesting way to fight with like the stands and stuff. I think that's cool. I like a good, mm-hmm. I like learning about a good um, power set, a good magic, uh, a, a um, world building magic and stuff like that. Like right. Nen, Nen's one of my favorites. Uh, but Fire Force is super rad. I freaking love it. It's got a bleach feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um because that's the the first thing I thought about was like it's got a bleach thing because it's like you had Company Eight, and uh, when you started learning about like other companies, it was like because it took me a bit to get into this one for some reason. Like I wasn't watching this one weekly, 
Um, I watched the premiere, liked it. Watched the second episode, really liked it, and then just fell off for some reason. Really? Didn't watch it. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I was I, maybe I was just kind of like I, I. It wasn't really any particular reason. I wasn't disliking it. It was just like something didn't capture me to keep going in. So when I learned that it was like there's these companies and like each one has a different like captain, and I'm like, oh, this sounds like Bleach. <laughs> and, and that's exactly what it reminds me of because there's all these characters and oh i absolutely love it it's so cool and uh yeah i, I think it's rad and uh i want more and we're gonna get more in july oh which is yeah crazy. yeah and everybody should definitely check this out and feel free to uh mm-hmm. read the manga because it's so yeah so good because steven needs somebody to talk to about oh it. my i don't have anybody <laughs> to talk to about fire force honestly that's true i, gotta, that's I need true. to make friends on the internet i guess I, that's hard yeah i I might, uh, this might be one that if like, if, if season two grips me like enough, I might join in on this one. Like, cause th- this one, I don't think I would be too spoiled about like what it would look like anime wise. Mm. Cause the anime does look very different from the manga version in a lot of ways. Cause like, uh, uh, Okubo has that really surrealist style to his, you know, to his like, yeah. pages and everything. And this doesn't really capture that precisely has some good spots of it so you know but uh, uh, i can't yeah. wait you know for like two years from now when i get to tell you about my other favorite character it's gonna be sweet <laughs> well if i read the manga then we can talk about oh, it. oh so. yeah he's so, <laughs> so cool we'll, yeah we'll see uh but yeah man thanks for being on appreciate it oh dude any time yeah. i could i could continue yeah. talking <laughs> <laughs> we can keep going uh but we've almost gone two hours on this one with uh, right. no build-up which is crazy so uh but yeah you know we covered the whole first season there you go if you if you haven't watched the first season why'd you listen to this go go watch it i don't know why you listen to this whole thing um but yeah uh it, it's it's a lot of fun uh i dig it and that's one of the four anime we'll be covering this may during anime on animation destination so there we go hey that's what happened uh but that's gonna do it guys thanks for joining us steven thank you for being on as always Mm -hmm. no problem and it's absolutely this has been the animation destination podcast uh you check us out at destinationcomics.com slash dnn animationdestination.com and on facebook at animation destination and on twitter at animation pod that's it for this week next week it's demon slayer stay tuned (laughs) 